بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله الذي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا أبي القاسم المصطفى محمد وآله الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله في الأرضين أجل الله تعالى فرجه الشريف اللهم أخرني من ظلمات الوان أكرمني من نور الفهم اللهم أفتح علينا أبواب رحمتك منشر علينا خزائن ولمك برحمتك يا أرحم We talked about tawakkul, putting our trust in God, and we said that this doesn't mean that we don't do anything and just trust God. It means that we do our best, but we know that our power, our knowledge are limited. And there are many things that we cannot predict, and there are many things that even if we predict, we cannot have control over. So it would give us not only mentally and psychologically peace of mind if we know that we have God as our supporter, but actually on the ground it can change the situation. So trust in God is not just something that has psychological effect. It has psychological effect, but it's also something that can change the situation. And in the end of the last session, I said, there is no limit in what we can gain through Tawakkul. The only limit is how much we, ourselves, through our spirits, are opening a space for God to come and help us. The next issue is Tawbah. And this is the last thing in this section. As you remember, we said we talk about four types of relations. There are virtues which are related to our relation with God. There are virtues which are related to our relation with ourselves. There are virtues about our relation with other people. And then about our relation with the rest of the creation, like environment. So the section about our relation with God is ending with Tawbah. Tawbah or repentance is one of the important concepts in spirituality. Literally, Toba means return. Taba Yatubu means to return. Why this term is used for repentance? When someone commits a sin, it means that he is breaking his relation with God or damaging his relation with God, if not totally breaking, at least is damaging his relation with God. He is going one step or several steps away from God. Toba means to come back, to return, to restore the relation. But interestingly, the Quran tells us that not only those who repent return, God also returns. 
actually the Quran tells us that every repentance of us is surrounded by two returns from God. Taballahu alayhim God returned to them so that they return. It means that before we make Tawbah, it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who prepares us for Tawbah. How Allah prepares us for Tawbah? In different ways. First of all, God has an open invitation for sinners to come back. In Munajat Khamsat Ashar we say, Antalladhi fatahta li'ibadika baban sammaytahu tawbah. You are the one who has opened a gate for his servants. You called it, you named it tawbah. Allah says in the Quran, قُلْ يَا عِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ لَا تَقْنَتُوا مَنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَغْفِرُ الْبُنُوبَ جَمِيعًا Allah says, those who have done wrong, they should know that there is no reason to be despaired. To feel despaired is actually one of the major sins. Allah is one of the major sins. If someone says, God is not going to forgive me, he loses his hope, this is by itself a sin. And in some hadith says, this is actually worse than many major sins. Even if someone has killed prophets and he sincerely regrets, there is a chance to be forgiven. But if he says, I'm not going to be forgiven, this is worse than killing the prophets. So, God says, Do not lose your hope in God's mercy. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives all the sins. He doesn't ask you how many sins. He forgives all the sins if you are sincerely repenting. So this is one way of preparing us. But also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prepares our heart for Tawbah. Not only He prepares our mind by inviting for Tawbah, He prepares our heart. One of the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does is for the people who are good, He makes them feel sad when they do something wrong. A mu'min would never commit a sin with full joy. If a mu'min, na'uzu billah, commits a sin under the pressure of nafs, there is also a bitterness. Mu'min would never fully enjoy a sin. It's always feeling bad. And his heart, especially afterwards, feels very bad. Life for him is now bitter. 
This is the way God is helping us to go back. If Na'uzubillah, a day comes that you do a sin and you don't feel anything bad, that's very boring. That means that you are reaching the limits. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala returns to us so that we return to Him. Taballahu alayhim. He returned to them. Layatubu. So, so that they return. Like a child who makes something bad. For example, hits his brother or sister or breaks, you know, the windows, does some mischief. And instead of apologizing, says something bad to parents also and goes away, runs away. The parents don't want this child to remain on the street. Because they know if he's away from them, he's more vulnerable. And he can become even worse. There is a story that once some child ran away from family and the family told everyone that if you can bring our child back, anyone who can help us you know, have our child back, we give this prize. One person was greedy. He knew where is the child but said, let me wait one more night. The next day I go and they will give me more money. Because now they are more desperate. So he didn't approach them. Then he went the second day and said, I know where is your child, but you have to give me more money. And the parents said, we don't give you anything. He said, why? He said, because our worry was to have our child one night outside home. If one night he is outside home, then it's finished. It means that he now knows that even without us he can survive. If he has experienced one night of being away, then this child is affected. Anyway, parents know that a child, no matter how good or bad he is, is still better to be under their care and in home. So, they want him to come back. But he has done lots of mischief. He has beaten his brother and sister. He has broken windows. He has made mischief. If they go after him and say, you know, please come back, he would be spoiled. They try to find someone to go and intermediate and say, you know, to the neighbor, you know, please go and bring him and ask us to forgive him. We will forgive him. But just, you know, you bring him back. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants the sinners to go back to him. He sends invitations, he asks other people to do whatever they can to bring them back to him. He says to his prophets, he says to his awliya, please bring sinners back to me. So this is Taabadlahu alayhim layatu. He prepares them for return. And when they return, 
He accepts their tawbah. Kana Allahu tawaban rahim. Like the child who comes back, now they embrace him, hug him, kiss him, and they even give him a gift so that everything is ending peacefully and nicely. So, Toba means return. The Quran tells us that Toba should be sincere. We should not take advantage of mercy of God and keep doing bad things and say, okay, we do bad things and then we go to Allah and say, you know, astaghfirullah and everything is finished, then we start again. Allah says, Ya ayyuhalladheena aman tuhu ilallahi tawbatan nasuha You should return to Allah in a sincere way. A great part of sincerity of tawbah is what we call nadam. Or Nadam. Imam Bagr said, Kafa bin Nadame Tawbah. Regret is sufficient as Tawbah. The essence of Tawbah is regret. If you don't regret, this is not Tawbah. Imagine if a person commits a sin and doesn't repeat, but he is not remorseful. It's not Tawbah. You have to be remorseful. But if you are really remorseful, then you decide not to repeat. Not to do it again. If God forbids it happens again, you really wanted not to do it again, but if it happens again, again you do Tawbah. But the best thing is, if your ma'rafah and commitment increase, so that you don't repeat. I have an example for you. You know, sometimes, for example, a person is hungry. Imagine someone for a long time, maybe one day, two days, has not eaten anything. Then he's passing by a bakery. There is you know, fresh, warm bread. It smells nice. And he's hungry. He may steal a piece of bread. When he eats and his hunger is over, and maybe he has also had a nap, then he says, I did something bad. I wish I had not done this. He asked for forgiveness. But again, another day, when he is hungry, <laughs> and there is pressure of hunger, he may do the same thing. So what is here happening? His resistance against sin has not increased. But when there is pressure, he does the sin, when the pressure is over because he has already eaten, then he says, Astaghfirullah. Sometimes there is pressure for doing sin, there is temptation, there is deep desire, but when the sin is done, the person regrets. This is not good. We need to go to a higher level 
of understanding the ugliness of sin that even if we are put back in the same condition, we would not do it. So this is a tova that is a sign of upgrading ourselves, a sign of ascending. So sometimes after Toba, people are not only going back to what they used to be, they can go actually higher. A sincere Toba can raise you to a higher position. And this is why Allah says, Allah loves the people who do Toba. Because they have upgraded themselves. Now they have experience. Of course, this is not to encourage people to commit sin, but if God happens, uh, sorry, God forbids, if this happens, that someone has committed sin, shouldn't lose his hope and should use this as an opportunity to become even more determined to resist against shaitan. Then, in addition to regret and decision not to repeat, there must be also a decision to compensate, if possible. Sometimes I have not said my prayer. Okay, I should say my prayer, Kaba. I have not fasted, I should do my Kaba fasting. If Na'udhu I have taken illegally someone's money I should give back I cannot just say uh, astaghfirullah or I say I am not going to do this I feel very bad if you feel very bad you have to give money back if you have damaged someone's reputation he has lost his credibility he has lost his reputation you have to try to restore if you are really sincerely remorseful you try to take things to what situation they used to be before. You have damaged. You are not happy with this damage. You have to restore. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for such people who regret and don't go back and compensate. He has four levels of maghfara. This is my analysis. I have tried to make a hierarchical level of maghfara. Sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just forgives. Maghfara means to forgive. The sin is forgiven. But if sin is forgiven only on the day of judgment, people may know about their sin. And it's very shameful if people know about my sins. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for something more than maqfara. And that is takfir to cover our sins. 
You know, imagine if there is a criminal who is freed from prison, but everyone is seeing his record. No one is going to give him a job. No one is going to marry him because they see his sin. Even if he said he's forgiven. But takfiru sayyad means to cover it, like tipax. You put tipax on it. But then there is a problem. People cannot see your sin, but they see something is covered. <laughs> Imagine if you are given your record and one line is covered. Okay, they don't see what you have done, but they know that there is something wrong here. So we have something higher, and that is Mahmoud Sayyad. Mahmoud Sayyad is higher than Takfir Sayyad. Means wipe out. There is no even tipax. It's wiped out. But still there is something higher. And that is Tabdilu Sayyat Bil Not only your sins are forgiven, not only no one knows about them, they are transformed into good deeds. So when people look at the record of your Amal, they don't see you have committed sins. They see you have been doing lots of good things. For example, someone was gambling. But they see here he was, you know, involved in charity activities. Someone was drinking alcohol. They see here this person was fasting. For 20 years he was fasting. In the night he was going to sinful gatherings. It's written every night he was doing tahajjud. This is tabdilu sayyat bil hasan. Even Imam Zainul Abidin alayhi salam says, not only Allah transforms sayya into hasana, but also multiplies Ya Mubaddila Sayyat the Adhafaham in Al Hasanat. So if you do one good action, Manjaabil Hasana Falu Ashwam Salah. Now Allah says Manjaabil Sayyah Falahu Ashwa Hasanat. If you are sincere repentant. So that you don't lose anything. So you say, oh Allah, okay, I have committed sin, you have forgiven me. You have protected my reputation. You have transformed my bad deeds into good deeds. But if I had done good deeds, they were rewarded in a multiplied way. Allah says, I now reward you multiplied. You have spent one pound in gambling, I put 10 pounds in sadaqah. Or 700 pounds sadaqah. مَثَلُ الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ أَمْبَالًا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ كَمَثَلِ حَبَّةٍ 
anbatat sab'a sanabin fi kulli sumbula ma'atu habba. So one becomes 700. I do the same for you. So, what we need to do when we have done something wrong, when we have wasted part of our life, is just to stop and go quickly back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. With Him, there is solution for all problems. With Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you can gain back your wasted life. If we go back to Him sincerely. But if we delay or if we say it's impossible, I am too bad, I have committed so many bad things that there is no return for me, we are just making the situation worse. Shaitan has this policy that before a person commits a sin, tells, commit the sin and then you will ask for tawbah, you will be forgiven. So makes the sin you know, very easy and says you will do tawbah. But then someone commits the sin, Shaitan says, don't do Tawbah. Commit more sin and then you do Tawbah altogether. Because now if you do Tawbah tomorrow you are going to commit sin. You can do Tawbah when you become old, you know, when you have, you know, really become a strong, when you are not going to commit any sin, then you do Tawbah. So before committing sin, was telling you, quickly do Tawbah and we sort it out. After that, it stops you from Tawbah. And we should do opposite. One of ulama was the great Arif, Muhammad al-Bahari. He has a book, Tazkiratul Muttaqi. He says we should have a counter policy. Before committing sin, we should think of those verses of the Quran that talk about punishment for the sinners. Because you don't know whether you get the tawfiq for tawbah. So don't tell yourself about you know, Tawbah before committing sin. Before committing sin, think about punishment and why you, know, you think you can do Tawbah. Maybe you cannot do Tawbah. Maybe your Tawbah is not going to be accepted. But if God forbids you commit the sin, then give yourself hope for Tawbah and go and read those verses that talks about Allah's forgiveness. Because Shaitan doesn't want you to do Tawbah. So, Tawbah is one of those things that are going to be always with us. Some people may do Tawbah for very bad things. Some people may be doing Tawbah for the things which are not that bad but still bad. But sometimes even we should do Tawbah for our good things. You know, if we really think about what we have been receiving from Allah and what we have done in return, then we should ask forgiveness for our salam. You know, if people ask forgiveness for committing sin, a good mu'min even ask Allah forgiveness for his salat. The way we say our salat needs istighfar. The way we treat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our life needs istighfar. 
the way we treat our parents, even if you are kind, you treat your, I don't know, friends, the way we work for Imam Zaman, we have to do a step one. So, istighfar is not something only for bad people. Even Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to do istighfar every day. So this remains part of our life. But through tawbah and through istighfar, we can go higher and higher, inshaAllah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to include us among sincere repentance, inshaAllah. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen.